Hello and welcome to the Evolve podcast, supporting you to rise above all your limits, connect with the power of your soul, and give and receive more love in all forms. I am your host, Tanya Penny, occupational therapist, illness and trauma guide, spiritual mentor, intuition coach, and author of the Connect with the Divine You book and journals. In today's episode, I will be focusing on your relationship blueprint and also be talking a little bit about soul agreements. So let's dive in. Ultimately, relationships are the core of our lives. They are the most important aspect of our lives. First, we have the relationship with ourselves. That, as we become adults, is number one. Actually, needs to be number one always, but we don't know that growing up. We have our relationship with what I call our something bigger. And all of you are going to call that something different. I call them at this point in my life, when I'm recording this, my higher levels. And that encompasses God, angels, goddesses, fairies, uh, spirit guides, ascended masters. So I believe in, in all of that. And so I call them my higher levels. And then relationships with others on the planet, which is going to be our focus today. So relationships impact every single area of our life. They impact your health, your career, your finances, everything. So we all need positive support to heal and to stay healthy, to be fulfilled, and to fully live our journey, right? Uh, the, The journey of our soul. We need those people that are going to love and accept us for who we are, all of us. Give us positive support, lift us up and believe in us when we are having one of those days or maybe years. So we need that positive support. So let's just take a look real quick at our relationships currently. So I call this our circle of support. So let's look at who's currently in our circle of support. People that are, I'm just going to name off some categories here. We have our significant other. Some of you might call it your your partner, your wife, your husband, friends, family, people that we work with people that are on our health or self-care team, healers, coaches, doctors, acupuncturists, massage. I even put my hair person, right, is, is my circle of support. She cuts my hair. So people that you come into contact with or have some kind of, even if it's not often, ongoing relationship with, or maybe that you used to and that you currently don't. So let's just take a minute to look at our relationships. Now, as you do that, you're going to notice that some of these you would label as positive. I like to call these our earth angel relationships. And then we have those relationships in our life that we might call more negative. And I like to call them the noble adversaries. Right, the noble adversaries, or I like to jokingly say the noble assholes. Okay. And let's talk a little bit about that. 
So why do we have these relationships in our life? Why do we have these positive and then these not so positive? Um, why, why, what does that happen? And there's, there's really two reasons. The first of all, the big reason is whether a relationship looks supportive or not, feels supportive or not, it is supporting you in some way. Every single relationship in our life is part of, or has, I should say, a soul agreement. Before you came into this physical body, and of course we forget this until you are listening to something like this, or you've already you know, been listening to more spiritual um, type teachings, that we do have soul agreements. Before we came onto the planet, physically, we had meetings, right? With um, other souls and we asked like, hey, would you be, would you play this part when I go down on earth physically this time? Will you play my abusive father or brother or mother? Will you please show up as my earth angel and provide positive, you know, it looks like positive support, obviously. So we make these agreements before we come down physically. And we usually forget about it until we wake up until we become conscious of it, like many of you are now. So here's the, cl the, the clicker, right? So these relationships, every relationship in our life is here to help us heal, grow, and evolve in different ways. Now, if you are in a noble adversary relationship, I just want to say it doesn't mean you stay if it's unfulfilling if it's not honoring, if it's abusive. So I've, I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, well, we have this, this soul agreement or this soul contract, so I have to stay. That's not the way it works. Nobody ever has to stay. That's part of the healing and the growth and the evolution. Many of us, our soul wanted to have that sort of relationship so we could overcome it and leave and prove that we truly love ourselves by not staying in an unloving, unhealthy relationship, right? So we don't, just because we have a soul agreement doesn't mean you stay. Often part of the soul agreement is you leave, okay? So that's one aspect of why we have the relationships we do in our life. The other piece is we all have what I call a relationship blueprint. So our relationship blueprint is made up of beliefs that you hold about love and relationships, what you believe you deserve in a relationship, how relationships should be. And this is based on what you saw and heard growing up, what you experienced personally growing up and you know, up to this point, and or you carried over from a past life. So we can carry beliefs forward from past lives. So our relationship blueprint, which essentially is just the beliefs that we hold, some limiting and not so great, and others are awesome. And a lot of times these are subconscious, unconscious, till we bring them out consciously, which is why I'm doing this podcast, to help you with that. So... We will keep attracting people that will treat us, treat you based on the beliefs that you hold. 
Now you might say, Tanya, what if it's part of my soul contract though to meet this person? Yes. Now this is how it works. You may have a soul contract to meet agreement to meet somebody. And the agreement might be to come into your life to show you, right, it, that you are you're still attracting a, the relationship you had with your dad or your mom that wasn't so great. And then you could just say, no, I'm not going to do this again. Oh, that's true for lots of us, <laughs> but we're just not aware of it. So we really want to discover, right? What are those limiting beliefs that we hold based on what we saw, heard growing up, how we were treated by people growing up, by our family, by mom, dad, siblings, teachers, kids at school in our early school years. We want to discover, that's going to help us discover what are those limiting beliefs or fears around relationships. So looking at the past and then also looking at your current relationships is going to show you what your beliefs are, the good and the not so good, the ones that are keeping you from receiving more love and support. So I'm just going to give you some examples, right? I, I used to have a belief that I couldn't have it all in a relationship. I couldn't have passion and stability. And when I say passion, I mean um, that attraction and that fun and that play and also stability, which meant like the person is, is relatively stable. The relationship's stable. The person's stable. It's not dramatic. It's not drama. And I had that limiting belief given what I saw my parents have growing up, right? There was chaos and there was not being nice to each other. And it was just, it was a mess. Okay. Let's just put it that way. So I had this belief that I can't have passion and stability. I can't have it all because of what I saw growing up. I also had a belief that all men are cheaters. So when we're growing up, our father figure, whether it was your biological father or adopted father or both, they equal all men, okay? Just like your relationship with your mom equals all women or other primary females growing up, like an older sister, younger sister. So... I have this belief that all men were cheaters. How did I know I had this belief? Because I kept attracting men that cheated on me. I kept attracting, I am serious, you guys. I probably had, I think the other day I said I had like seven. I probably had like 10 relationships in my past where I was cheated on. And I had to say like, why are, you know, what is this? Oh, I must hold this belief. My dad was a cheater. Okay. Um, so again, father equals all men. I also had a belief and I'm still working with this one. You guys, some of these run deep, right? Some of these past relationship wounds run deep that I can't trust people. And this really came from the, the truth that I, I actually couldn't trust my father or my mother to treat me in a loving, honoring, supportive way. 
So I had this belief that I can't trust people. I'm still working on that one. It's changed a lot. I also had women will either abandon or attack me because that's what I experienced growing up by my mother. So again, our blueprint comes from everything in the past, but then we can also look at what we currently are experiencing in our relationships to show us what our beliefs are, the good and the not what I call the not so good or the ones that you'd like to change, right? So why do we stay? I just want to cover this because this is a question I get asked a lot. Why do we stay in the muck? Why do we stay as adults in unfulfilling, mucky, hard, or even controlling, abusive, physically, verbally, maybe sexually, um, gaslighting? Why do we stay in these relationships? And the simple answer is because we were stuck growing up. To a large degree, we were stuck in our biological family growing up. And so we didn't, we couldn't go out and get a different brother or a different sister. I mean, unless your parents adopted or fostered, but that usually wasn't up to you. We couldn't go trade in mom or dad, right? So we still are holding this limiting belief that I have to stay. I have to stay. I have to make it work out because that is what we had to do as a child. It's just that simple. Okay. So that's why many of us, many of you are still in relationships that are not fulfilling and even harmful. So we really need to, again, look at look at all of those beliefs. And I'm going to go, let's see, I'm going to get into those in a little bit. I already gave you some, but I'm going to give you some more in a little bit. But first I want to just sprinkle some truths, right? Some sprinkle, uh, sprinkle some truths here. Um, so relationships happen for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Okay, so I think that's a really important one. I know many of you have heard that before. It's important to remember that because we're not meant to stay forever in most of our relationships. Because if we are on a path of personal growth and evolution, which everybody on the planet is, but some of us are on, I'm going to say, a more aggressive or faster track because that's what we chose, we will likely change and move out of relationships faster than if we are someone that picked a less aggressive, uh, faster track. And there's no good or there's no better than less than it's just what your soul chose in this lifetime. Okay. I chose a very um, challenging and fast growth track. So again, a reason, a season, a lifetime based on the path, your soul's journey path your soul chose. I want to talk a little bit about accepting others. So we talk a lot about this acceptance and acceptance of someone else and where they are right now and how they behave doesn't mean that you stay or it doesn't mean that you spend a ton of time with them. 
I talk a lot about in the key number eight program, our inner and outer circles. Like we have about five, five, four to five different circles that I talk about in the program. And the inner circle is what it implies, the people closest to you, those that you can, you pretty much can tell everything and feel 100% accepted, okay? So again, accepting somebody and the way they are doesn't mean you're gonna stay in a close relationship with them. They may move. I accept my mom and dad for who they are, but at this time in my life, they are probably in my fifth circle. Okay, that's the last one. And again, we never want to stay in a relationship that is abusive, definitely, and unfulfilling, right? And unfulfilling. So let's talk about how do we shift, how do we shift our blueprint? How do we shift our relationship blueprint? So first of all, awareness. As I said earlier, you might want to pause this and take some time to look at your current relationships. Which ones are earth angels? Which ones are noble adversaries? Which ones positively fill you up? Which ones drain you? You want to start looking at that. Next, you want to do some write and reflect on what is my relationship blueprint, right? What did I, what did I see here? Um, experience growing up. How was I treated by mom? How was I treated by dad? How was I treated by siblings? Teachers, kids at school, extended family, right? All of those. And then what relationships, like take a look at your current relationships as well. So given all that, you might have some beliefs. I talked about them before, the I'm not lovable, right? I'm not lovable. I'm not good enough. I have to stay, I'm stuck, I'm trapped, I have to be loyal. They're family, so I have to put up with it. I have to make it work. My religion says divorce is bad. I can't have it all. So those are some pretty common ones, but I'm gonna say, you know, the most common one, I'm not lovable. But I also gave a few others earlier. I can't trust people. I have to give, and in parentheses, receive little in return, I'll be abandoned, rejected, I'll have to sacrifice myself. There's lots of them, right? There's lots of them that I've already. So identify some of yours. We can't change anything we're not aware of. And that's where we have to be willing to look at the past, honestly look at the current relationships we have, and then ask ourselves, okay, what limiting beliefs do we have? And then planting the seeds of truth. Then we want to use tools to heal these past relationship wounds and plant the seeds of truth so we can receive more love and positive support now. So there's lots of ways you can plant the seeds of truth. Many of you who've worked with me for a while know that I use the guided therapeutic meditation practices the self-healing processes and truth loops. Those are my three big, besides journaling, right? Writing and affirming. Those are three major tools that I have in the key eight love and relationships program. If you'd like to go deeper into this and receive tools and more support. So that would be 
after you are aware of, discover what those limiting beliefs and relationship fears are, beliefs, limiting beliefs around love, relationships, what you have to do to be loved, get love, how love works. Then you want to use tools to heal those past wounds and shift those past limiting beliefs and fears. So that is, in a nutshell, your relationship blueprint, a little information on soul agreements, and then what we need to do, what you need to do, want to do moving forward in order to shift those. And it has taken me years to get where I am today. My relationships in the past, many of them really sucked, to be honest. And especially my partnerships um, and my intimate partnerships. And I'm going to say at this point in my life, I've done so much work that I have a, a what I call a very divine partnership. Of course, there's always room to grow. I like to use, um, same as I do with food, I, I like to say, you know what, the 70 to 80% rule, 70 to 80% of your relationships are meant to be fun and fulfilling. And yes, because we're human, we're always going to have that 20 to 30% that are work challenging, the opposite, right? Because a lot of our, a lot of our, all of our relationships are here to help us actually to heal those past wounds. So I hope that you have found today's podcast beneficial. And if you'd like to go deeper, I invite you to join me for Key 8 Love and Relationships Program. Or you can join me in a private session, which also can include Key 8 Love and Relationships, and then the entire journey all 10 keys, the Evolve Journey program. And you can find links for all of those below. So thank you for joining me for the Evolve podcast. Feel free to share this episode with others in your life that you feel would benefit. And pretty much that's everyone on the planet because again, relationships are everything. All right, you guys, I wanna just say thank you for being here for being the courageous soul that you are, doing the work that you're doing both on yourself, because we know that healing our own stuff is ultimately what is gonna help the planet to fully heal. And then we support others to do that in all the beautiful ways that our soul's purpose is guiding us to. All right, love you, hope to see you soon. Namaste.